Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and dear listeners get ready for an another episode which is filled with inspiration and today we are joined by the remarkable Fernando Xavier. So welcome to the show Fernando. Thank you. Lovely. So uh Fernando like before we start our conversation today uh, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that Fernando is a successful business owner and has a captivating life story as well so he is originally from brazil and his life took unexpected turns from cultural adjustments to bullying and ultimately becoming an mma fighter yes so his journey includes a challenging divorce and uh, surviving a narcissist relationships as well leaving him with invaluable lessons so fernando yeah. yeah so so he isn't just about uh, a business success he is a coach in law of attraction mindset and the relationships and he brings unique and controversial views to the table so join us as we dive into his life experiences lessons learned and the mindset that turned challenges into triumphs So buckle up your candid talks and uh, thought-provoking insights and maybe few controversial discussions as well. So ready for an episode that goes beyond the surface. So tune into as we explore the resilience of the human spirit and gain wisdom on navigating life's ups and downs. So let's dive into this enriching conversation with Fernando Xavier. So stay inspired. So welcome to the show again Fernando. Thank you. Thank you. I am um, really happy to be here. Very excited. Lovely. Lovely. So, uh Fernando like you have experienced significant uh transitions in life like from relocating to US to becoming an MMA fighter uh which is one of my favorite uh uh favorite thing yes and so how did these experiences shape your mindset and the resilience? Oh, it 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 it's very very uh You know the the when I relocated to the United States in uh you know I was just a little boy you know I was kind of lost and confused here you know you leave your friends you don't know the language it's a whole new experience so that was a that was a big mindset change you know when you get here you you have to kind of just change the way you think you got to change the way you live everything about you becomes different that was that was really tough and I believe that was that's one of the the best things that can happen to someone if they want to succeed i think looking back on it the move was was something special it really helped me grow mm-hmm. and like looking to the the you know becoming a stronger person i think when you leave 
you're comfortable, you know, wherever you're comfortable and you go somewhere else, it kind of makes you look at life differently, you know? Uh, there's a lot of things to deal with. So I think that the move really shaped me. You know, I don't think you need to move to experience the same thing, but uh, moving certainly helps, especially later on when you become a business owner and you're trying to make money and stuff like that. I think it really helps you and it makes you stronger, you know, makes you look at life differently, you know? Mm, so I think uh, in that in that sense, it, it really helped. Um, there are a lot of things that uh, people are going through today that's really tough. I mean, there, there's so many things nowadays that people go through that I think people in the past generations didn't have to experience. I think we have a whole new world now. And uh, yeah, I, I see a lot of issues when I'm coaching people now and I'm trying to make people stronger mentally. I see a lot of issues now especially when it comes to uh, this new age of social media and people dating. I think that it, it's it's become very tough. Like in the past, you know, uh, both men and women didn't have that many options. You have to look around. Your options for dating, for relationships were right there around you. Nowadays, you know, a, a, a girl in, in Brazil, if she's very pretty, she has the option of the whole world. There's people in Dubai looking at her. There's people all over the world. You know, she has cute pictures. If a guy has some money, but he lives in the middle of nowhere, he has options of women all over the world. And I think this these options have made relationships very tough, you know, because people don't want to settle anymore. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, so I think um, that's, that's just one of the issues going on today. You know, they have this false sense of security because it's like, well, I don't want to settle for this man because I have all these other men talking to me online. And, and for the men, it's the same thing. Well, I don't want to settle for this for this one because that one is much looking better. And that one is, looks way better. And that one looks way better. So the, those issues come up constantly. And it's, it's, it's hard to get over those issues because it's not going, those problems are not going away anytime soon. You know, social media is not going away. These problems ain't going away, you know. So in that sense, it's, you know, it's become very tough for people in this new generation. I know a lot of people like to say, oh, this generation's lost. And I don't think so. I think this generation just has too much. You know, there's too much that you can look at. Too many options for everything, even food. You drive two, three blocks and you have, you know, 10 different foods to choose from. You know, I think it's it's become life is different now, you know. So, so um I mean, if you can share uh, your journey through a challenging uh, divorce, uh, so how did you navigate the loss and rebuild your life afterward? Um, you mean relationships? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I have an interesting story here. So I dated a narcissist. And uh, just for people listening, I want people to pay attention to this. If you are dating a narcissist, if, if you're in a relationship with a narcissist or you're acting as a narcissist, and you don't have a child together, you should run. Narcissists are the worst type of human being to deal with. It, it, just to put in perspective, there is nothing in this world that hurts more than a relationship with a narcissist. Now, it is not just me. I have the experience of helping a lot of people that were in relationships with narcissists. And, and narcissists are just, they feel no empathy towards other people. They don't care. They'll ruin your life in a heartbeat, whether it's, it's a man or a woman. Dealing with a narcissist will leave traumas for the rest of your life. It, it's it's even hard to put in perspective. I'm sure people listening are going to are going to listen to this and they're going to be able to relate because 
it is the worst. It's the absolute worst dealing with the narcissist. They will come. They will come into your life while you're happy because they only target people that are happy. People that are. They only target people that are in a great place in life. They will come into your life. They will break you mentally. They will break you financially. They'll break your spirit. They'll leave you broken. They'll walk away and not care at all about the way you're left behind. They don't care at all. And the worst part is that once you get some help and you start to get better and move in a, in a positive direction in life, they will find a way to come back into your life and try to do it again. You know, it's the craziest thing ever. I don't think people understand just how crazy it is to deal with the narcissist. Like I said, if there's anyone listening that thinks that they're dealing with the narcissist, I would advise just to get away from them. If you don't have a child together, just walk away, change your number. I mean, pretend they, they don't exist anymore because there's no other way that you, you can't change a narcissist. You can't make them better. You think they're going to feel bad for you. You think that if, you, if they hurt you so much and, you, and you're feeling down and they see you broken, they see you sad, they don't care. Narcissists do not care. They could care less about the way you are. And it is so tough to make people understand that because for, for a regular human being, we just, we don't, we can't process how can someone be this evil and, and not care at all about other people. And, and that's literally how they are. So it's tough. It's, I would say that people dealing with the narcissist, they need to, they need to seek some therapy and they need to get away from those narcissists and, and just pretend they died. There is no other way. It is that big of a deal dealing with the narcissist. Understood. Great. So, uh, <clears throat> like, as the law of attraction and mindset, mm -hmm. so how do you help others uh, manifest that positive changes in their lives? Okay, so the law of attraction is getting a little bit lost nowadays. Okay. I see a lot of people online trying to help people, you know, teaching people the law of attraction and trying to help people manifest things. And, yeah. and I see it's going in a different direction. Now I see a lot of people doing it wrong. And I see it's become more about money nowadays. It's become about, it's about financial gain. And um, not only that, but I see people online that has never made any money trying to make money, teaching people how to, how to manifest money. You follow me? So it's become a little bit lost, but I'm going to give you guys a look into what the law of attraction really is and what it should be. The law of attraction is like this. It's meant for people to reset their mind. So for example, let's say that you're going through a negative uh, problem right now. You've got some negative things happening. The more you focus on the negative, the more negative you're going to attract. The law of attraction is what it is. It attracts things. Whatever you put your mind to, you tend to attract. So you cost, if you're constantly thinking about negative things, about you know, negative thoughts and negative situations, what happens is you only see what you're focused on. So if you focus on the negative, more negative will come. It's like and it, it just keeps on coming. What I help people do is I help them go from thinking about negative things and attracting negative things to trying to extract positive situations, I mean, positive uh, things out of bad situations. So what it is, is whatever ha whatever bad happens to you, say that you're driving down the street and your car breaks down. As soon as that happens, you think, well, this is bad. And then you, and then you start to attract other, other bad things. You know, this is bad. And then 
Oh, if the car's tire blew out and you just keep thinking about negative things, you might have the engine break or you might be late for your job, you might lose your job or you might become so negative that your wife or, you, or your husband might call you and then you, you get into a, a battle and then you have a, long, a big fight you know, and, and, and your kids, you know what I mean? So it just kind of, it just keeps coming, it, it keeps unraveling, it keeps going bad. What I help people do is this, you're driving down the street, your tire pops, instead of getting really upset, well, you know what, thank you. I could have kept going another block and someone could have hit me and we got in an accident. You know, I something bad could have happened. It can always be worse. So let me look at the positive. My tire pop, I have a car. There's people in the world that doesn't even have a car. You know, I'm late for my job. Well, at least I have a job. And you start to look at the, and it's that simple at first. You just look at, at the positives. You try to look at the positives all the time. Once you look at that constantly, your whole world changes around you. You know, the world is as you are. It's not as it is. The world is as you are. So if you're constantly looking at positives and you and you got this positive mindset, good things start coming to you. That's that's what the law of attraction is. It, it helps you see the world in a positive manner. And it keeps you positive. It keeps you always focused on what matters. Negative things are always going to happen. I mean, every day. So imagine if all you see is negative. Every day, there's tons of negative things that happen throughout your day. If you focus on that, you'll just be a negative person all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just going to be negative. But if you shift your mindset and you change it, you start to see, oh, okay, well, that, 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 that's bad and it happened. But this is good. That's good. That's good. Well, that's bad, but this is good. So you see all the good things that you have going on. You start to focus on the good. More good will come to you. That that's that's what the law of attraction is. Now, when it comes to manifesting, that that's more visualizing. You know, you you got you start to you create a vision board, which I like to do. You start to visualize things that you want. Once you start to visualize the things that you want. You'll need this, and I just put this to the side here. All you'll need is this and this. You need a pen and a piece of paper, and you're going to write down what it is that you want out of life. Most people don't know what they want. Most people, you'll come up and you'll say, hey, so what do you want? And they'll say something vague. Oh, you know, I want this car, but that house. Well, what kind of car? I don't know. I, I think it, this car would be nice for that car. They don't know. You can't expect to get anywhere in life if you don't know exactly what you want. You know, it's like, well, you got to know which car. Well, I want a Ferrari, a red Ferrari. Okay, well, what house? I want a house that's three-bedroom. You know, it, when you have that clear vision, I help people develop that clear vision. Once they know exactly what they want, I'll have them put it down on a piece of paper, exactly what they want, and then I help them build a plan to get it. Just like I got my stuff, I'll help people build a plan. Okay, this is what you're going to do. And then I'll help them put a small plan for each thing. So, for example, I want I want this car, right? Like I want X car. You're going to write that down, but in detail. What color is that car? What year? You know, once we got that down, I'll have them put write down things that makes them excited about having that car. For example, okay, you want this car. How would it feel to drive that car? How would it change your life? And then people start to have that feeling. Once you feel those things, that's when you can start to work towards having it. And, and the thing about manifesting is manifesting is very real. 
it, it, it manifesting is it, sometimes I get chills just talking about it. It's something that you, the person has to experience this to be able to, to relate to what I'm saying. Once you learn how to manifest and you learn how to attract these things into your life, you stop chasing after these things. Oh, I want this, so I'm going to do that. No, you, you, you start to attract these things into your life. Opportunities will come. And the big, the big thing is this. You cannot wonder, how am I going to do this? You have to manifest it and let, and let it come to you. When I say let it come to you, I mean let, let the, the ideas, let those things come to you. It, the opportunities are going to show up. You need to just focus on what is at hand right here. This is what I want. This is how I'm going to get it as far as, you know, manifesting. And then you wait and opportunities will show up. Things will show up. Um, I, I got a few examples of different things that's happened to me and people that I teach that uh, it's kind of like you would never, you know, you would never have thought that something like that would have happened before. But it did because that's how the universe works. It, it works. And it only works for people that think it works because it doesn't matter if I teach you what to do. And then you, you start doing it, you're following it, but you, but you go, well, you know, is, does this really work? Is that going to happen? If you get into that mindset, it, it's not going to happen. Because, you know, 90% of it, you believe in you can have it. You believe in it's going to happen. And then it comes to you. you you'll have you'll have an epiphany. You'll have a, 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 you'll have a moment where you go, oh, but hold on, I can do this. If your problem is money, money ideas will come to you. Different opportunities will come to you, but you have to believe in it. You have to do what it takes. You know, you have to be different. You know, exactly true. That's that's very very true. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, like overcoming the addiction is a challenging fiat. So, how do you find the strength to break free? And also, at the same time, what lessons uh, did you carry from that experience? So. Overcoming addiction, addictions are, it's almost like a vice that holds you, right? Like it, it holds you, like it locks you in this space where you need, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, say it's alcohol, it's drugs or whatever, whatever it might be. There's, you know, there's many different forms of, of uh, addictions out there. Problem with addiction and overcoming addiction is this. You need to figure out what about you keeps you locked in. And then you have to figure out who you really are on the inside. That's why they, they recommend therapy and stuff like that. And I agree. Problem with some therapy is you got to be very aware of who's doing your therapy. Because imagine getting a regular person to teach you how to go to war if he's never been to war. It wouldn't happen, right? And that's the problem with some, with some therapists. They've never been through these situations. They've never overcame any addictions. But how will they teach you? They don't know what it feels like. So that's number one. Figure out who can really help you. Because it's one thing if I've never overcame anything and I'm trying to help you overcome something, I don't know what you're feeling on the inside. I don't know, I don't know that feeling. I don't know what your fight's like. Those demons, whatever you may call it, your struggles, I don't know what they're like. But if I have been through it, I know exactly what you're feeling in every single step of recovery. So if you reach out to me on a bad day, I know what you're feeling. I felt that. I know what your struggles are because I've felt it. I know. I know when to look at you and say, you know what, you're you're now you're 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 doing good. You're overcoming it. So 
That's that's the first thing. Seeking people that can actually help, not just someone because they're a therapist. Go after people that can actually help you. And the second thing is you got to figure out who you are. I would say that 99% of all the problems that you have, that I have, that everybody in this world have, is we don't know who we are. We get to know other people. We have friends that we know. We have wives or girlfriends or moms and dads and brothers, and we know who they are. It's like, you know your mom's habits. You know, it's like, mom, I love you because, you know, you're like this and you're like that. And you could, you could, you know, make her emotional by telling her, you know, everything you love about her. And so you know her, you know your parents. But do you know who you are? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, who are you? Have you gotten to know yourself? You know, like, have you ever stopped and, and put time into yourself and been like, you know what? I'm going to get to know me. Why am I the way I am? People don't take the time to meet themselves. You think you know yourself, but you don't. So that's the second part of overcoming addiction. Get to know yourself. Why do you struggle? Is your addiction because, say you have an alcohol addiction. Is your addiction really about alcohol? Or is your addiction about something else in the past? Did you suffer a big trauma in the past that makes you have to drink alcohol to deal with that? Right. So I will give you a personal um, problem that I had to overcome. That It's not an addiction, but, it, but it's a and it's personal, but I'm going to share with you guys. So when I was little, my little brother had cancer and he almost died three times. It was it was horrible. Problem is, I was about six or seven years old and uh, he was two, three years old. And what happened at that time is my mom had to, my dad was obviously working. This was still back in Brazil. My dad was off working. You know, he'd work for the whole week and he'd come home on weekends. And my mom was at the hospital with my little brother all the time. What would happen is I would only see my mom every couple of months or so. So I was living with, you know, my older brothers and my aunts and, and family members, right? But I always missed my mom. I always had that feeling of abandonment, you know, like, oh, my mom abandoned me. She didn't, but I had that feeling, you know, uh, which is normal for a little boy that age, right? When I got older, I then started applying that to my relationships. And my relationships wouldn't work because I would always feel that sort of abandonment by, by my girlfriends, you know? So that was a big issue I had to overcome. I would almost self-sabotage my relationships because every time I saw the, the person kind of becoming distant, I would, I would go and say, oh, look, look, my trauma, you know, trigger warning, trigger warning. I'm getting abandoned. You know, she's leaving just like my mom left, you know, like she's leaving. She, she's not, she's not here. You know, she's not gonna, she's not gonna be uh, in my life that much. You know, she, so it, it was, a, it was one of those struggles. Addiction is the same way. Addiction is exactly the same. You have an issue that you haven't gotten over. Instead of dealing with that issue, you, you feel it with something else. You kind of numb it. You numb the pain with alcohol. And I know there's addictions here I can't even name. You know what I mean? But you numb it with alcohol and you numb it with drugs or whatever else it is that you deal with, you know, that you like to do and, and, you, and you're dealing with. So I think that overcoming addiction, you got to sit and look at yourself, get to know yourself. Once you really get to know yourself, it becomes pretty easy to overcome anything because then you know what the problem is. Am I, is this really necessary for my life? Or am I doing this to cover up some other traumas I have from my past? And I want to say that 99% of the time, actually, I would almost say 100% of the time, 
It has everything to do with something from your past that's holding you back, that's got a hold of you. And that's what it is. And, and I help people with that a lot too. I, I always help people with that. And uh, just like losing weight, losing weight, how many people do you see that? They'll go on a diet and they'll lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds, then they'll gain 30 pounds back. And then a year from now, they'll go on a diet, they'll lose five pounds or 10 pounds, they'll gain 20 back. That's another That's another issue that people have to sit down, look at themselves. I've actually developed a, a, a great method to help people with that. Also, it has nothing to do with the diet. It has nothing to do with exercising. It has to do with a person sitting down and understanding what's holding them back. What's this monkey on my back? How do I get it off of me? How do I move forward in life? How do I leave the, the, the pain, the hurt, my traumas? And a lot of times you don't even know you have a trauma. You don't even know. So you, you don't even know you have something. You, you, that's why it's important to get help. It's important to get a coach or a therapist. It's, most of the time you have no idea you even have a problem. I mean, people that are on the street, living on the street, doing drugs, they don't think they have a problem. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So people listening to us now, they don't even know they have a problem. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm a little overweight. I can't lose the weight. You know, every time I try, you have a problem. It's nothing to do with your diet. I get it. You, you're overeating because there's something hurting you. There's something hurting you. You're eating, you're kind of replacing emotions with food. It's like, it's comfort food, you know? So people don't know they're hurt. They don't know what's going on and they don't seek help. If you think about it, and a lot of people have sort of a prejudice towards coaches and, and getting help. But it's like, how do you explain to people, hey, listen, if you want to learn how to play football, what's the first thing you do? You look for a coach that can teach you, and then they'll help you. If you want to play whatever sport, first thing you do is you look for a coach. You always got to have someone that's ahead of you to teach you how to get there. It's a normal thing. But people never seek help. They'll, they'll, they'll wait till they're way older and, and kind of life has kind of passed them by. No, the time is now. It's like I always tell people, this, seek help now. You, you Find out what about you that's holding you back. There, there could be a, many things, and it could be a simple thing. Sometimes I've helped people that we've had one conversation one time, their lives change. That's what happened to me. I, I at, back, back then, I looked for help. I had one day, one day of help, one conversation with, with, with a coach, my whole life changed. Just one. There are people out there that will talk to you for 10 minutes and they'll look at themselves and say, you know what? I know what the problem is. And I and I thought that that was the problem, but I didn't have the strength to do anything about it. But then they change, they shift that mindset. And mindset's everything. Mindset's everything. You have to look at the world differently to live differently. So change your mind. Reset your mind. Actually, you can see right there. Mind reset. That's that's my logo. Mind reset. Reset your mind, and your whole life is going to change. Everything. Money, relationships, pain, traumas. Everything will change. You know, change the way you look at the world, and the world will change the way it looks at you. Exactly. That's really great. So thank you for joining on this insightful journey, uh, dear listeners, with Fernando Xavier. Like his story is the testament to the resilience of the human spirit and the power of transformation. 
So we hope that uh, you found the inspiration in his experiences from navigating cultural shifts to overcoming the adversity in relationships and personal battles with the addiction. So if you have resonated with Fernando's coaching approach and have questions about his uh, views, uh, we encourage you all to connect with him. You can find him on the social media or uh, you can explore his online presence for more uh, valuable insights. And um, also like uh, if you have enjoyed this episode do not forget to subscribe share and leave a review because your feedback definitely fuels our mission to bring you more meaningful conversations that inspire and empower so stay tuned for more uh, engaging discussions on mastering your mind transformation uh, uh, your uh, life and embracing a healthier happier existence so until next time keep nurturing your healthy mind for a vibrant and fulfilling life so thank you so much thank you